Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you are, welcome to Two Men with a Mic. Hey. Fantastic. Finally. Finally. I am so sorry, my friend. Oh, no worries. Yeah. I had, I had. What? You all right, or did you fall down a staircase? Well, I, I'm always <laughs> falling down a staircase. <laughs> <laughs> sounded like what was that? Oh, I put the. All right, let me tell you a story of how hard it's been to be me, man. <laughs> um, no, I, you know, we're in a surveillance state. And everybody's being watched and listened to by the government, among other entities. And um, I, you know, I, I was brave and actually looked at the evidence and discovered that it's true. And so it began to bother me that my webcam was always looking at me because it was like, anybody can see me, hear me, record me. You know, um, there's no privacy with the webcam right there. So I took a little piece of paper and I put it over the top of the webcam so no one can right, use right. to see me. So and then I, I told people about that, like, oh, yeah, I, you know, it's a surveillance state now. Um, and so just for some more privacy, I, I put a little piece of paper over that and they're like, Oh my God, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're paranoid. What the hell are you talking about? I'll kill you. You know, like everybody went insane. <laughs> One person in, in, in particular, uh, who I'll, I'll, I won't give his name, but he was like, yeah, he tore me a new asshole, dude. Cause I did that and, and accused me of being a conspiracy theorist and all this stuff. Because you put paper over your camera? Yeah. Like, you don't need to do that. This is America. What are you talking about? There's no conspiracy. There's no big brother. There's no surveillance state. There's no deep state. There's no Illuminati. You know? (laughs) And uh, Did he sound just like that? (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, By the way, I think he's now joined the Illuminati. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck with that guy and his soul and his judgment from God. Um, But... No, but then like, um, like a, I don't know, a year or two later, um, I ran into that guy and he, and he said, um, do, do you know that they now sell, like a lot of computers come with a thing where you can just like slide it across and it blocks right. your webcam or they, they, they sell a piece where you can do that now. Cause it's, everyone did it. Cause everyone faced the music and took their head out of the sand and realized it is a surveillance state. And I was vindicated and proven right. And he was good enough. I mean, to admit that to me, like, uh, I guess I was kind of wrong about that. He's <laughs> the guy too. Um, he was living in LA and um, I was telling him what's happened in the Inland Empire, which is that it's been turned into a ghetto. And it, it, it's not just the Inland Empire. It's um, all of Southern California and pretty much any place I've gone to, which includes Northern California a couple of times in a couple of places. But it's particularly bad, this um, uh, here where I am now. And, and, but, and he grew up here like I did. And I was like, you don't understand. This whole area has changed. Um, it's a ghetto now and it's gangsters and gangbangers and gang activity and, and, and gang activity in people you wouldn't expect gang activity from. Um, and it's really gone here. And he was like, what, what are you talking about? Cause I was like, it's <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, you're, you're, I'm like, yeah, he just went off. Like, um, what are you talking about? That's not true. You know, you're insane. And I, I, I said, I mean, what's happened is it's the replacement population, right? And it's our educational system right now. The people that are being brought into this country um, are taught to hate white Americans. And, uh, and then when they enroll in school, when they get here, uh, they are taught to hate white people in school. 
uh, critical race theory is like one of the things that they do and it's all about how the whites are evil so there's yeah anyway uh they're not vetting anybody the borders are just wide open and um you know so I've, I've listened to like sociologists and um, who've looked at different groups of people and the, the people that we've been getting are the people that have demonstrated that they can't function in a society. In fact, what we're really getting mostly in the replacement population are criminals and mental, mentally ill people, mostly criminals. They, they literally emptied their prisons on top of us and Biden opened the borders and here they are. And they don't want to have an American life. They don't want to be good and kind and feel like they're a cowboy and noble and like um, doing the right thing. They want to be in gangs because that's how they ran it in their country before they got here. And so this whole place is like D, 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 D destroyed. Um, and there's a new culture here, which is a wicked prison culture, um, as opposed to it being like Norman Rockwell here. And uh, but yeah, so I'm here and I'm like, I, it's like completely different now. Graffiti is everywhere. Everybody's an asshole. Um, just, I've never seen anything like it. Um, and, but he was in LA and I kept telling him what was going on here. And he kept saying, because I mentioned replacement population as being a contributing factor. Um, it's also our justice system. We, we, uh, the, the government deliberately created a revolving door for criminals. So nobody goes to jail anymore. Everybody gets released. The only people that go to jail now are white people. But if you're of color, you're out. Like, you don't have to worry about going to jail. So all these things encourage this mayhem that I experience every day. And, uh, boy, people love being evil, man. Uh, it's, I think I read something in the Bible about, um, like, uh, the in the end times, humanity will become worse before, right before, you know, um, it rises and like defeats the bad guys. But that's what I'm seeing is like, this isn't humanity <laughs> at all. You know, these are, these, this is a prison and these are convicts and the convicts have gangs and they're trying to front like constantly. So anyway, I'm telling my friend who lives in LA this and he tells me I'm crazy and I'm a conspiracy theorist and there is no replacement population and the government would never do anything like that. And, you know, you're just nuts for even thinking that. And then that person was forced to move back here. <laughs> <laughs> and he apologized to me. He, he was like, I am sorry. Um, I did not realize how bad this area has gotten. Now that I'm living here, I realize you were totally telling the truth. But that was like a year later, right? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So I, yeah, just, I'm sorry. Just to clarify, what was the noise? Just now. <laughs> <laughs> um, was that your mic or was that the camera? Oh, no, I was what putting was a piece of paper over the top of my webcam so Big Brother can't watch me. Oh. Hey there, Amber here. Are you in dire need of trying to reach Mitch and Mike? Or maybe just want to be a part of the show? Well, it's easy. You could log on to twomenwithamike.com. That's the number two. And go to the About section, where you'll find all the ways to contact Mitch and Mike. You can email them at the number twomenwithamike at gmail.com. At the bottom of any episode on Spotify, you can hit the leave a message link or write a comment. Oh my. Well, good morning to you, my friend. How are you? Good morning. I'm not riled up. There's no, I have no issues. Everything's cool, man. <laughs> How about oh, you? Man. man, I'm just, I'm just sleepy. I had a little bit of anal blindness this morning. What's that? All right, I didn't see my ass coming into uh, waking up this morning. Oh, uh, <laughs> man, I'll tell you, I, I, you were like, oh, I'm not ready at seven. Give me like 30 minutes. I was asleep again in 0.5 seconds. <laughs> and then it ended up taking longer. I mean, and then I, and when you did call back, it was like 8 a.m. And I was like an hour of sleep. I got an extra hour of sleep. 
but it happened immediately. Like, and I would not have wake awoken again if um, <laughs> if you hadn't called, which is oh. kind of. It's sort of good that you did though, because I I pick up my son later today, and so if I yeah. had and my alarm wasn't set then, you know, because it was set for like six fifty five a.m. Yeah, I slept. Okay. I I. I mean, I slept through my alarm. I don't know. We'll have to look at the alarm and see what happened. But it was still going off when Jen woke me up and when her alarm went off. And I'm all like, she's all like, how come? You know, she was like, what are you doing? And I'm, I was like, what? I'm sleeping with you. What the hell? And she's all, you're late. And I'm like, what? And I looked at my phone. I'm like, well, no, my alarm would have gone off. And the alarm's sitting there going off. <laughs> for like an hour <laughs> and i just slept right through it oh my god dude we are some exhausted old men yeah jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing though well we are though your your job is tearing you up and um i'm like you know i have well, I, I'm like I have a five year old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you have a you have a five year old. That's enough said right there. A very a very rambunctious five year old. Very rambunctious. Yeah. I, I I I wouldn't trade spots with you, that's for sure. That's a on the on the work scale. I wouldn't yeah. trade spots with you. I love him, but little kids are a whirlwind and, and they just don't stop and uh, Yeah. I, you know, but that's fatherhood, and that's a five-year-old. But it—it's totally exhausting. Yeah, I hear you. No, I just—it's uh, just—I just—I need the—I need the year to be over. This—this this is our, in my work, it's year in closing. So everybody's heads exploding, and everybody needs everything now, and you know, so it's just pure panic mode while everyone, because we work with you know, national builders and they got stock shareholders and they got to report their, their closings. And then, you know, we affect all that and so on and so forth. So right now everybody's working, uh, all my crews are working on Saturdays and, you know, everybody's just exhausted, just a bunch of zombies walking around trying to get everything done. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I overslept. Um, I had to get up Saturday at like 3 a.m. So um, why do you have to get up at 3 a.m.? Because I need to be to the factory by 5 a.m. to uh, make sure all those guys working Saturday. See, normally there's people in there. You know, I have my regular guys make sure they get out. My regular people that that work, but those people aren't working on Saturday. So I have to do their job because I, you know, so I got to make sure all the guys get out. They know where they're going. They have what they need. Did you pack lunches for them? <laughs> no, did no, you I did not. Or did you make them eat fruit to be healthy? <laughs> I gave them all beef jerky and fruit snacks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's hard, dude. 3 a.m. and then being there at 5 a.m., that, that, that makes me tired. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. It'll come to an end in January. And then start up again in the new year, though, right? Yeah, later it's on. The yeah, end but... of the year. It's the end of the year crunch, right? Yeah, it's the end of the year crunch. Yeah, every, every year we experience this. Mm -hmm. So you just got to just gotta get through it. So, but, it, you know, sleep is is hard to find so i overslept slept through the alarm it was still going off when, I, when my wife woke me up so we're uh, we're gonna have a, a limited show today but uh i think we'll be all right it'll just be a shorty yeah, a shorty <laughs> yeah yeah it's it well no i guess i won't use that analogy I was gonna say it's like when you, when all you have are stems and seeds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the stem and seed and shake day. <laughs>
and it's the end of the year. It's another season of Two Men with a Mic almost done. And we're over 100 shows now? Yeah, we're over 100 shows. We got our year-end report, and our number one episode for 2023 is um, um, River City. So congrats to my brother-in-law, Dale and his book and his being a guest on our podcast and being our number one episode for 2023. Oh, really? The one with Dale is the number one episode? Yep. According to, according to the skewed Spotify uh, report, but you know, on that report he is, that's the thing, you know, all these, Everybody asks, well, how's your podcast going and, and stuff like that? And it's like, well, I guess it depends on who you ask, right? Because um, I've, they've identified that, you know, we're in 35 plus different countries, but they only record data on the Spotify. So anybody that listens on all the other platforms... Or, you know, go like if they go through it, I think on our website at the uh, com. you know, the, yeah. the, the number two, if they go that way, I don't, that I don't think counts as the Spotify platform. So, you know, the, the data is kind of skewed, but, um, you know, still, according to the world of Spotify, he's number one this year. Well, he deserves it, and he is a great source, right? Yeah. He's a guy who's actually a military man who's been in the trenches. Yeah, and uh, spent his military career diffusing IEDs in um, the, um, you know, Afghan and and um, Saddam. What, what I can't think of the damn cities. You know, those wars over there, Desert Storm and all that. So, um, yeah, in fact, he'll he'll be on the show in 2024 as well. Talk more about being the life of war, you know, with with everything going on in the world. I figured that'd be a good topic. Plus, we don't really have to prepare for him. (laughs) We just, yeah, he's he's. You know, he's fully prepared and, and, you know, knows his stuff. So that'll that'll be interesting to hear more about, you know, the roadside bombs and how they're made and, you know, life in war from a warrior Mm -hmm. and stuff. So look for that. So he's coming back on. Yep. That's great. It'll be wonderful to have him back. guys sorry for the interruption but guess what today is tuesday rants with you guessed it amber welcome back to the studio everyone it is with a heavy heart that i make this announcement and i am so sorry to report due to week 10 in a quarter system in studying for finals amber is no longer with us I love that. I'm... <laughs> what what'd you do this weekend with Gowan? Did you guys go anywhere? Um, well, actually, yesterday I drove him up to the mountains. And uh, it's so it's like a big pine tree forest. Um, we have several mountain areas near where I live. And um, he just, he's gotten to kind of just like, um, I, if I'm not misreading him, um he's kind of gotten to just like scenic drives because like if you go on the ramona expressway like up into idlewild 
and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, there, it's a super scenic drive. The Ramona Expressway, it's all like farmland, open fields, hills, mountains. Um, you know, there's some dairy farms out there. Uh, and there's an effulgent lake and um, and the, just going up the Ramona Expressway into Idlewild, it's pretty like even before you start climbing up the mountain. Right. So, uh, but yeah, then we got up there and there was snow. Oh, really? Yeah. And there and uh, they had signs up on all the roads saying that it's icy and um, I, I drove over a bunch of black ice in the car, and, and I did slide a little bit. Ooh. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they did not have any signs up yet saying um, you, chains are required. Uh, but And it wasn't that bad. You know, it wasn't, like, heavy snow everywhere. But there were some good patches of snow up there. And it was freezing cold, too. I was totally not prepared for that. But <laughs> Summer's it, over. It yeah, I'm like, oh, and and uh, oh, well, I'll skip that part of the story. But anyway, it's very beautiful, and it's the beginning of wind, like snow, and like so we can have our white Christmas with Black Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, it, it's... I can resist that. Have you heard all about Black Santa? Um, no, we're, Jen and I are watching, we're watching a TV show right now called Mike and Molly. Yeah. And it's, it's about a couple, you know, just, you know, just a sitcom and, uh, he's a, he's a cop and he's, he's an overweight cop. And then he has a, um, partner who's a, a skinny black guy. And so I guess every year they, um, you know, do the Santa and, and they were talking. They, they made it funny. They were they were talking about this year, and and, and the um the the skinny guys like, you know, I guess last year he tried to be Santa. Yeah. <laughs> and, and everybody was like, they're all saying there's no black Santa. And then they were laughing. He goes, yeah. He, and the guy's like, I'm not doing that again because everyone they said to me was there's not a black Santa. He goes, even the black kids are saying there's not a black Santa. <laughs> <laughs> No, there is, dude. I like I'm listening. You know, I, I kind of alternate between rap stations when I'm listening to the radio when I drive my car and rock stations. And um, I don't remember where, but they were totally like, "Come see Black Santa at the something something mall, and we'll all be down there, and we're gonna have a great Christmas celebration with Black Santa." And uh, and then I I my little boy watches these educational cartoons. And uh, they're just, you know, they're cute little cartoons, but they all teach like ABCs and one, two, threes and stuff like right. that. Um, but, and so a bunch of new ones are coming out and they're like Christmas themed. And I, 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 I will say I have noticed in these cartoons for children, for just little kids, um, that they, they are portraying like gay couples with kids, like two men and then their child. And, you know, they're following the um, death culture agenda. And, uh, and yeah, like the new Christmas video came up and it was Black Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I even heard that. um, Well, the odds are that the original Santa Claus was not white anyway. But because he would have been um, not from you know, that continent, I don't think, I think he would have been, or well, St. Nick, right? But I don't, but I don't, I'm just assuming that he's not from, you know, America, because it was before America existed. All right, let's look it up. (laughs) Because I've been kind of confused about Santa for a while, because, uh, you know. Well, it's just like, we know Jesus wasn't white, right? We yeah. know for a fact Jesus is not white because he was born of, you know, where where he was born, they're not white. So. Um, yeah, actually, Paramahansa Yogananda says that Jesus was Oriental. Yeah. Um, all right, so I just looked up St. Nicholas, who is white. Is he? Yeah. Oh. In the... 
in the photo. But I, I don't know. No, there does. can't be a photo of him because they. Or a not photo. photo. It's a it's a painting of him. Oh, okay. I'm all like, there's just, no way there's a photo. He's an old white bearded man. And it's uh, the actual Saint Nick. Yeah, Saint Nicholas. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I didn't know. I I didn't. I just that was my. Oh, opinion. though you know what? So I mean, what do we got? We got like this portrayal of Jesus that's completely inaccurate, and uh, you know, Jesus is like a blue blue eyed white dude, and and <laughs> which we know isn't true. It's not true. Um, yeah. And uh, Paramahansa Yogananda again said that he was Asian. But so now I'm looking at this portrait of St. Nicholas, and he's a white guy with a beard. But we also got portraits of Jesus where he's a white guy with a beard. Um, and that wasn't true. That isn't true. And so I'm wondering if this portrait of St. Nicholas is just like, oh, no, we just portray him as white. But um, well, it'd be where was he born? Right. You could tell that by where he was born. If he was born on the European continent. The odds are maybe he is white. He is white, but if he was born on, you know, in Afghanistan, he's not white. They say the maritime city of Mira, 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 in Asia Minor. That's where Saint Nick was born. Um. Yeah, that's where. Well, he's not white. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is they. The people who like built the church, they made Jesus white and they made St. Nicholas right, but you're white, but you're actually right. He probably was not. Um, He would have at least be olive, you know, an olive skin. You know, he would have he would have been not white. I mean, I I, I guarantee you if he was born over there, he's not white. Yeah. So what the hell, dude? That is weird. I mean, why do we get this whole history with these images that are totally incorrect? And well, it could have been that, you know, they're trying to, well, I don't know. I, I was going to say maybe they were just trying to get the painting to, to, you know, show up, you know, like when you take a photo in black and white, you know? Yeah. Everybody does look white with a black and white photo. You know. Well, kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, I also heard talk of J.J. Um, Abrams, the movie dude, was going to make a new Superman movie, and it was going to be Black Superman. Really? Yeah. All right. How do you feel about that, man? Oh, I don't know. It just depends on the story. Right. I mean, I don't. I, I can't speak to the truth about Kryptonia and, and what they're, what they look like. They could have been, you know, cockroaches for all we know. Yeah. So actually, they made them bad. <laughs> so they also made a Superman cartoon. The the new Superman cartoon. Um, Superman is white. Lois is now Hispanic, and Jimmy Olsen is now black. And. Um, so I watched it and uh, actually I, I didn't much like it. And then I kind of abandoned it. And then now there's a lot of episodes that they've done. And so I, I went back to it again and um, watched some of the later episodes. And I thought, oh, okay, this is sort of okay. Like it improved a lot. Right. Um, like, but it was really clunky in the first episode. And, uh, but is it animated or is it real it's animated oh um and then uh oh damn it what was i gonna say what was the plot of one of the later episodes that i thought was oh they made like the kryptonians the bad guys so now it's like superman they did that in in a lot of them they did but they so they just kind of like built on that 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 like actually it I, i i don't remember exactly but it's something to do with the the Kryptonians actually being like an invasion force, like they were going to invade. Well, yeah, like they're, I've seen that where they're, um, well, they believe they're superior because they're, they're smarter. They're more, they're, they're more advanced civilization. So that was one of the shows I saw, like Lois and Clark or, 
or whatever like there's variations and in one of those there's a group of of kryptonians or whatever or maybe it's the one you're talking about i don't know no because it's animated i don't watch those well they they, um, they in uh what they've done is it was like general zod from Krypton. yeah 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 and yeah. That, he was supposed to be like uh, like an like a rebel group and not with like the government exactly like he yeah, was doing that's what it like, was Basically, it was Thanos. <laughs> but, but now I think they're portraying it as, um, by the way, Thanos will now be black as well. <laughs> I just was reading that. Um, if you watched Creed 3, the dude that, um, that uh, Creed fights is, you know, a giant black dude. And, uh, and they are going to cast him as the new Thanos. So it, the, my problem is this is an agenda and, and it actually isn't about overcoming racism or, um, or civil rights or anything like that. It's, it's really to create a race war is why they're doing all this stuff. So, you know, you know, you know, who's happy about all this though? The, the deep state? <laughs> no, no. I was going to say the Indians. They're like, good. At least we're not the bad guys. Oh yeah, Totally. Man, I've I've heard some interviews with Indians, and uh, they're like, "Well, now you know what happened to us." Like, first the U.S. government did this exactly what they're doing now to the entire country of the United States of America. That's what they did to us. They came over, they they took everything away, put us on reservations, took everything from us, and uh, yeah, this one like Native American. I forgot his name. He's really famous, but this Native American leader was like. We've already, we Indians already went through this. Now you guys are going through it. Yeah. So. Tough times. And it's supposed to be the holiday season. Yep. And they can't even, I, I think it's to demoralize us. They can't even make a good movie to cheer us up. I know. That's the sad thing. Man, Instead, I it's want. Black Santa, Black Superman, Black Thanos, and white people are evil. <laughs> those are the themes of 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 uh movies and and also education yeah well there are some evil white people so i mean that's not wrong but not all white people are evil and not all black people are good or bad right uh it's reality and then yeah that is the reality and um i am not a racist but i am an observer and a passenger in this big spiritual event and i'm just commenting on the changes but and I, I just happen to know that that it's not being done for any good reason it's being done to like make people hate each other and um uh but no so i mean like there there are good black people there are good asian people there are good hispanic people there are good white people you know they're good um good people yeah, there are. I, 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 well, how do you feel? I, I think that the number of good people in every racial group, including white people, um, is, is really small. <laughs> like, I, there was a, a spiritual teacher that I used to listen to, and he basically said that 80 to 85 percent, maybe like between 80 and 90 percent of the population of the earth, of all the races, uh, people are bad people who are not awake to anything, certainly not anything spiritual. And he said about like 10 or 15% maybe of the population of the earth, including black people, Hispanic people, Asian people, you know, everybody, um, about 10 or 15% are good and they're awake. And, but yeah, his, well, what are you, what are you calling the definition of good? Because what I call the definition of good is just, People who just want to have a regular life and do their best to just, you know, raise their family and, you know, aren't out trying to destroy and conquer. Right. That's that's what I you know, people that in a general situation that would help people that, you know, in a general situation that that would do the right thing, um, you know, versus people that are out trying to actually steal 
and Rob and 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 all that. So that's how I'm judging good versus evil. Yeah. But it's hard to say. I don't know a percentage. I know that the people I'm around are all good and genuine people. I've seen them all, like, you know, the 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 folks at my work, right? That I work with, my team. The people that are on there, right? They're not at least that i'm aware of i don't have anybody stealing from the company i don't have you know the people truly care about their jobs and they're trying to do the right thing and you know i mean you can tell if they're good people and and i mean there's one or two that it's like hmm you know you you question but you know for 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 the most part you know at least like the people i work with which is where i spend most of my time you know, is they're all, maybe that's that small percentage. I don't know, but you know, and they're all mixed race and, and, and all that. And they're, they're all, they're all genuinely nice people. I've seen them all do nice things, you know? Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> I mean, I don't have any global, you know, crystal ball, but yeah. I mean, the people I'm around, seem genuinely nice and and seem to care and you know people have relationships outside of work and you know i have one guy i had actually i have two employees that are in the hospital and you know other people on the team are visiting them and talking to them and calling them you know what i mean so it's it's like you know that's nice you know to someone's in the hospital and you go and and, you know, say hi to them and talk to them and, you know what I mean? So, but that doesn't mean there aren't mean and bad people. I just maybe, you know, I'm not associated with them or, or anything. But, um, you know, that's the world I'm in right now. Um, well, you're always in that world. Uh, and I, I kind of wonder... I don't know, maybe you have such a powerful like aura or kind of intactness to your personality that maybe some of the things where I think people are being rude kind of bounce off you and and you don't notice it. Like yeah. the eternal optimist maybe. Well, my wife says I'm oblivious to everything. So <laughs> you're lucky. Yeah. So you could be a hundred percent true. You know, I, I could just not see it or I choose not to see it or you know I've got that force field of positive or or, or whatever where you know be gone Satan <laughs> you know and, yeah and I don't I don't see that stuff or I don't look for it you know maybe I'm not looking for it I'm not looking for the evil you know I'm 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 I I focus on the good you know I found a quote on Facebook um today or no yesterday you know and i took a screenshot of it and you know did a nice little square and then i posted it on the uh chat room that that my field coordinators use you know the teams we we have a chat room where you can like text to the group you know mm-hmm. so you don't have to go around and te- you know say the same thing 15 times you know you can just put it in there and everybody sees it so it was just a nice positive thing so i you know snipped it and and put it in there yesterday not so they'd see it yesterday but when they come in monday morning when they come to work it'll be like the first thing they see so that you know they would have a positive and it was just a thank you for their all their hard work and and you know just saying you know it was well here let me let me read it but my point is is I try and be positive and encouraging and and I, I think that if you do that, people do it back. But if you project nasty and all well, that, then people are gonna project good. that back. Even on a spiritual level, you're what you think you become or in what you think you attract is all is all very true. But hey, I'm a goofy hippie, totally positive guy who's like a cartoon in real life. <laughs> and I, I do not approach people with malaise or, you know, with wrong thoughts or wrong action ever. 
I am a goofball, you know, and I, but around here, man, that uh, there's no appreciation for nice people at all. Yeah. Well, well maybe there, know, but there are, I, I will say there are some good people here. Like I'm scared to say, cause like, I don't want to jinx it, but the truth is that it's been a lot better around here lately. And I've been praying to God to like, you know, um, fix it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Maybe that's working. I don't know, but it it is uh, it is um, better, a little better. Well, I'm scared to say that because I don't want to jinx anything. Well, but but maybe the reason people are acting weird to you is when they see you, you look like a cartoon, and they're tripping. Well, I, I I've mellowed a lot though. I'm just saying I'm. <laughs> that, was the, that was a that was a joke, right? Uh, okay, walking around. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I mean, I'm mellow, but I'm pleasant. My demeanor says, yeah. I got no problem with you, man. You yeah. know, the only time I, in the old days when we were growing up, that's how it was. People were just nice to each other first. And honestly, that was the culture of America is that it's nice first. And the only time you ever become an asshole to someone is if somebody actually does something wrong. And and now there's a situation. But it was all civility. Um up to that point you know like as long as you're being cool i'm being cool everything's fine and it would start there but now it, it starts with a war like i don't know they like it, the new culture is well i think social media and and all that has played a big factor in it right people can 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 get their messages out good or bad to a bigger group and that's where like because as an example this message i got that i shared right so this is what it said it said, sometimes it's not where you work, it's who you work with that makes a job worth going to every day. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, you know, it's, it's, it's about the people. Yeah. Right? And, and, you know, social media, media has made, it has given the, the, the negative people, the, the bad people a road to one, connect and to influence that they didn't have before you know so all these platforms that are out there and you know maybe you call that censorship i don't know but i mean people people couldn't link up you know what is that replicators when they link up and become big monster versus a bunch of little ones <laughs> voltron yeah <laughs> so you know maybe the the negativity is is you know able to do that and and then it sucks more people in and i mean you know we got depression everywhere we've got you know it's just i think that the social media is a big contributing factor to all of this to the state of our country right now Oh, totally. But and with all this critical race theory and, and teaching people that white people are bad, um, they're all stirred up and it's on, and it's it's powered by social media. Um, there, there were two black people that I worked with who just wanted to kill me because I'm white. <laughs> and that's brand new in America. That did not exist before. Well, I, I know people that have wanted to kill you that weren't black. <laughs> well you got me there yeah i can i can i can think of a of a, of a crazy white lady that wanted to kill you who my ex oh yeah she always wanted to kill me huh yeah so i mean you know i don't know maybe <laughs> oh oh man that was funny back then. I mean, it's funny now. It wasn't funny back then. But... No, she did some really mean things to me. <laughs> yeah. I remember so... one time we all went camping at the river and we were right on the shores of the river and everybody was partying. And um, all of a sudden your wife just attacked me. And like everything I tried to do, including helping other people, she would come and yell at me about it. And, <laughs> uh, and, and then you just took me aside and you were like, you know what? Every time I go on a camping trip like this, we go on a camping trip like this in a group and stuff, 
Um, she always targets one person and just totally makes their life miserable. And actually, I, I realized when you said that, that um, she had done that. Like we, I'd been on trips with you guys, other ones, and she picked on other people. But that trip, she decided to hate me. And I remember you were just like, it probably the best thing for you to do is just leave because she's just keep targeting you. And I did. I remember it was near Laughlin. And yeah. um, so I remember I went and stayed in a hotel room in Laughlin and just gambled and drank all night. <laughs> <laughs> you probably had more fun than us. Maybe. Um, yeah. And I, I remember I wasn't even allowed to drive back in the same car. One of the other people who had um, come to camp with us, uh, she actually showed up at the hotel and drove me back to California. Yeah. Well, it wasn't it wasn't the my current wife. So. No, no. This was the wife before. Yeah, that was number two. But that was bizarre, dude. And it was totally out of left field, you know? Yeah. Uh, it was it, it was it was a random selection like okay this camping trip i'm going to make <laughs> my was, bingo <laughs> you won <laughs> i'm going to go uh, my other personalities are going to come out and attack you but yeah uh, i guess that's what it was yeah i was just saying that you know you're not new to that kind of treatment but none of us are you know we, we, there's, you know, I've been treated mean and rude by a variety of people, you know, but then I've also been treated nice by a variety of people. So, you know, I, I, I think it's more on an individual level. It's just more, more visible now with social media, you know. Oh, yeah, it's all fueled by social media. Yeah. But, dude, I'm telling you, and audience, listeners, America was not a racist country until they started creating it. And, and well, I think if you, I, 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 you know, okay, kind of, right? But if you go back, women couldn't vote, blacks couldn't vote, right? I mean, there, there, there's, there's, you know, we're not perfect. We have a history. Indians. Oh, I know. But I mean, to be honest, that's been addressed for years and years. Right. And years. Right. I mean, we 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 have affirmative. We had affirmative action um, and other programs like that. And it's always been talked about. And frankly, the people of color have always been taken care of. And in our generation, when we were growing up, there was not racism. Right. Um, well, there were racist people, but there were a lot of things in place to prevent racism from happening on a scale, like you said, like affirmative action, like the colleges, right? They had to make sure the call they, they made it so the colleges couldn't couldn't be racist. And and, um, you know, they had to make sure that there, a certain percentage of their applicants were of color, you know, and, and that sort of thing. So. Yeah, there, you know, there were things like that in place. Although that's gone away now. So that's interesting. Well, yeah, but did, did you know that actually now um, white people are the minority in um, in the world and in America? We're, we're only a small percentage right now. So I think it was fine to get rid of affirmative action because everybody's black dude everybody's Hispanic <laughs> now everybody's asian now like um that's the pool well it's gonna... a melting pot we're it's, a melting pot yeah we were a melting pot and we could still be a melting pot if the people who just got here would calm down and become nice you know yeah um there you and my opinion is you're all welcome but just be cool you know yeah like you, you got out of your bad third world country you're in what was once and can be again a great free country where it is a melting pot. So don't come here with like your criminal ways. Come here because you you want to be an American where we're all just goofy and go to Disneyland. Yeah. Have a house and with a white picket fence and you know, go to school and play sports and then grow up and do it all over again. Exactly. I mean, all, all you I, I really don't care. <laughs> who comes to this country as long as you can be civilized yeah 
be kind, try and do one nice thing for somebody, you know, once a month, you know, or something, you know, that, that, that's what everybody should be. That should be like a class in school where, you know, cause they make, they used to make, well, when we were in school, I remember I had to take home economics where you had to learn to sew. And like one of our class assignments was we had to stitch a pillow, you know, and then we also had to, bake some banana bread we had that was all class where you had to do all these different activities like that didn't have to be perfect like my my pillow didn't have to be resellable or anything but you still you had to sew something you had you had to make something you yeah. know and and you had to bake something so you had to you know you physically we had like ovens in the class and and you had to like actually make something and stuff. They used to have a class like that. I remember doing that in seventh or eighth grade. But they don't do that stuff anymore. Really? Did they remove all that like home ec stuff? I think so. So, you know, all the things that just made us happy and normal. I think they need to get back to. I wish that they would, but they're not. If you watch TV, that's not what they're promoting. And if you go to school, that's not. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. If you go to school, that's also not what they're promoting. Um, so, I'm just glad my son isn't white. <laughs> he's gonna. He'll be fine, right? Like yeah. he's not white. <laughs> go after that big white dude. <laughs> but he's cool. <laughs> Two Men with the Mic is produced at Close on a Hanger Studios. You can reach them at the number two men with a mic dot com. Amber, Mama wants the hangers.